Hey, uh, welcome to another episode of Beer, Baseball, and Binds. I'm Steve Carpenter, the Chief Supply Chain Officer at Yakima Chief, and this is uh, episode 27 of season two. Uh, I'm joined here locally by uh, Levi Wyatt, again pinch hitting for uh, the big guy. Mike Gettle is uh, down in Sunnyside at an employee forum, and uh, so uh, uh, Levi is joining me again, pinch hitting for me. And uh, we are very honored to have Zach Kinney, one of the co-founders of Kings County Brewers Collective in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, Zach, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on. Thank you so much, Steve. Levi. glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, we are, uh, uh, courtesy of Zach, uh, we are enjoying some of his beer here. Uh, we have all these wonderful... Uh, Gosh, it looks like, in fact, I'm actually drinking some Superhero Sidekicks IPA, and it's wonderful the graphics that you've done, Zach, because they all have kind of a comic book uh, style artwork on it, and they're absolutely amazing. Very, very cool. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, our, our label artist um, uh, is a guy named Earl Holloway, who's a local, local friend of ours, um, lives in Brooklyn. Um, and you know, long time comic book nerds, you can tell by the style and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we were looking at label art, I mean, it's really important these days with all the kind of, you know, competition on shelves and trying to create a brand and a look that really stands out. And we just really loved his work and it's, it's been a great, a great partnership. He's now basically full-time on. Um, at KCBC, so we we keep him pretty busy and and are are really happy. His work is fantastic. It's really cool. Well, almost as important as the artwork on the can is the flavor of the beer inside the can. And uh, true, <laughs> Levi, you've got some. What got is the, it? Lupulin. The lead. Or, lead yeah. lupulin. Double Zed, IPA. Zed lupulin. Yeah. Oh, Zed. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we we couldn't call it, we couldn't call it that you know Led yeah. Zeppelin because yeah. obvious reasons. But Zed we, we thought we'd have a little a little fun with that. That one's actually brewed with. Um, that's a cool beer. That's we do a lot of a lot of one off rotational beers and have fun coming up with new ideas. Um, uh, and uh, this was a a beer name that my partner Pete came up with, and then it you know the concept just kind of fit naturally that we would do this beer with all cryo hops so that's that's all using um simcoe mosaic and citra cryo from 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 y'all and all it, we're really awesome. happy came out so you cranked your dank with the <laughs> we cryo. <did>. We... <laughs> I love it crank the dank that's for sure <laughs> awesome how does it taste it tastes Leave great it. it tastes uh it's got a nice hazy look to it but it's ex- extremely drinkable um i have a question for you did the name come first or the artwork how does that usually work out it's <laughs> a good question um it, it it totally depends um a lot of times um you know we'll be uh drinking um as we do in this in this world and uh uh just a, a, a random beer name might come to us and you know try and quickly check and see if it's already taken <laughs> that's kind of the first thing mm-hmm. um but uh, if it's not, then, you know, we usually try and put that on a, on a running list and kind of feed that to our artist. And, you know, when he's got time, um, he'll start working on sketches for any that kind of jump out to him. But um, and it's in this case, the name was the name was first. But as soon as we thought of it, um, you know, we have this kind of like spirit animal mascot um, 
uh, uh, her name is Sally. She's an octopus. Um, she appears in a couple of our different can designs. Um, I think she's on both of those, the superhero sidekicks. She's kind of lurking in the background. And then on the, um, on the, on the Zed Lugulin, she's, she's taken down the, um, the hop, um, uh, blimp as it were, uh, kind of a riff on the, on the classic, you know, Led Zeppelin one cover their first album, uh, the Hindenburg, you know, going down. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was the name first in this case. And, but, but it seemed like the, the label art just came right out. Um, which doesn't always happen. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, it's a process. It's like making beer, you know, you're, it's creative. Uh, sometimes you try different things. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Um, but but we, we we like to have a lot of fun, um, and 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 that one came out great. Zach, I got to tell you, that's a new term for an old guy here. A spirit <laughs> animal. What the hell oh, is a spirit right. animal? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's like a like an unofficial mascot. I don't know. You oh, know, okay. Like if, uh, if if you were. Um, uh, if, if you were an animal, what animal would you be, I guess, you know, so, that kind of question. So the spirit animal of the Seattle Mariners would be a moose, probably, because that's... Yeah. That, that is true. A, yeah. Yeah. Guy. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Indeed, indeed. You know, that's, that's, it makes sense. <laughs> now I get it. Appreciate the analogy there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, uh, go ahead. I saw online that, Zach, you have your own spirit animal. Uh, was that self-conceived uh, or was that assigned by your fellow brewers? And I think that was that was a that was a self a self moment. Um, we were uh, you know uh, uh, just in as you do trying to come up with a, a slightly different way of of presenting a bio. Myself and my my two partners, the co-founders, all three of us, and, and okay. thought that you know a spirit animal might be a fun. So can <laughs> I ask fun. what the can I ask what that spirit animal might be? Uh, mine's a, a trumpeter swan. Um, I used to play the trumpet in high school, so that was kind of a, nice. a thing. And um, you know, swans—they're—they're—they they're, can be kind of fierce, um, which maybe isn't as appropriate. I'm, I'm more <laughs> of a teddy bear. I'm, I'm not that fierce, actually. <laughs> but um, it's—it uh, it felt like a fun little, fun little nod to to you, my you ancient know, musical background. You know, you know Zach. I—I think Zach. The only time in my life I've ever seen a trumpeter swan was up near Medellin Falls in northern Washington. There you go. Have you ever heard of that place? <laughs> I have actually. It's funny you mention that. It's a very small town that I actually grew up in. Oh, there we there, go. Only, there <laughs> we go. Of course. Only about only about two hundred people live there. It's 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 pretty small, small village, but yeah, that's my hometown. And and there's you you've had to have seen quite a few moose up in that area. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's we had definitely yeah. I mean I, I can remember a, a, a moose on our front yard um, in town. Yeah. Um, on more than one occasion, there was a big big female moose that was roaming the roaming the streets for a while. Ugly boy, they are not attractive in person. They're pretty fierce looking. <laughs> like I don't think I'd want to get a... stuck in a in a. It's a and large it animal. Cornered by a moose. <laughs> and, and that's why the uh, spirit animal of the Seattle Mariners is a moose, because their baseball's pretty <laughs> ugly right now. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, man, they've, they've had better years, you know. I mean, I grew up, um, baseball for me was, was introduced by my, my grandpa, my, my mom's dad, um, you know, and, and he, he lived in, my, my, my mom grew up in the Seattle area, actually, so we would go over there in the summers, and my grandpa had, season tickets and you know i remember the first mariners game i went to um jim presley hit a grand slam and they won the game in extra innings yeah um 
back in the eighties at some point, those were early days. Um, so yeah, I definitely grew up with baseball, um, more on the, more on the, on the ugly heartbreak kind of like introduction, um, <laughs> with the Mariners yeah. as a child, you know, growing up. <laughs> Presley was our third baseman, I think back then. Yeah. Uh, if I remember right. So, uh, Hey, but right. I, you know, not knowing exactly when this is going to air, Alex, I'll, I, I know we've got uh, <laughs> game six of the world series tonight. And we got Verlander right. and Strasburg uh, going at it. A couple big, big names. strong uh, right-handers. And uh, For sure. who, who's going to win tonight, uh, Zach? Man, I really hope the Nationals, not just because the, you know, the, the Astros um, took out the Yankees, um, who have become, you know, kind of my, I guess, adopted, adopted team now that I'm out here in New York. Right. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I like I like the underdogs, um, and at this point, I, it's been a strange series. But only road team wins. It's 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 un- it's odd. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's ever happened. No, <laughs> and and I I would guess the Nationals are hoping the trend continues for a couple more nights. Um, they, you know, somebody was talking about like, you know, all the superstition that goes around baseball, and 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 um, and and someone was suggesting it's like well, if the nationals are smart they'll they'll basically book the exact same hotel rooms for every player <laughs> so that they're back in that they're just going to pretend that the whole weekend their whole the whole dc kind of you know poor performance never happened they're just yep. going to pretend that they're back in back in houston no. they, they, they crushed it at the first two games and they were they did they, were, they they had it going and i thought they had i think they thought too and probably houston everyone thought they had houston on the ropes but uh absolutely that's baseball you got to get 27 outs and uh that's I, for sure you know as a baseballaholic myself uh my main wish every year for the world series is for it to go seven games because mm-hmm. as my wife Absolutely. will tell you, I go into a deep depression that next day, knowing that oh man, we got to <laughs> wait four months to live baseball again. Um, That's so true. So uh, I'm hoping for uh, a win by the Nationals tonight, and then when Game Seven gets here, at least I know we've squeezed every inch of uh, baseball out of the season. Um, so we'll absolutely. Go. So Zach, what yeah. what got you into brewing? Um. So my my dad um, was was a home brewer um, back in the very early days. I mean, he, he went to um, Washington State University. Go Cougs, uh, Wazoo, right? Yeah, yeah, go Cougs, right? Um, and uh, um, I think even probably before he was twenty one, uh, was home brewing in his dorm room, um, <laughs> making I'm sure very bad beer. But you know, what, uh, what year did he graduate? Uh, he would have been in 76, 75, 76. All right. I believe. Well, he um, was, I, I graduated in 79, so, uh, I can't really say if I ever tried any of his homebrew, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think he sold it for, you, you told me he was, he was, he was making, you know, 10 cents for a quart bottle to like his. His, his buddies uh, 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 in the dorm room back back in those early days. Um, yeah, and you know it was it was uh, it wasn't until it, I guess it kind of fully became legal before he was, you know, you know able to get some better ingredients. But when I was I was a kid um, in Medellin Falls, growing up in our, our little town, you know, my dad was you know home brewing in our basement, and I was always curious trying different beers. 
um, or you know, just just tasting what what he was what he was making. I wasn't getting drunk as a kid, I promise. But um, <laughs> he was, you know, my dad uh, was a high school science teacher, so you know, he was always uh, you know kind of happy to explain what was going on even before I really understood understood it. It always seemed like a cool, you know, kind of magical process um, mm-hmm. watching the airlocks bubble and stuff. And I think the first. I think the first, you know, uh, craft beer I had um, as a kid was uh, was Hale's Pale Ale. There you is, go. I mean, yeah, there's a there's a small restaurant in yep. Colville that had it on tap, and I remember my dad. That wasn't the a- that wasn't the Acorn Buddy Chance, was it? I I think it was actually. Oh, yeah, there we go. No way. Been been there a couple um, times myself. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this was, I don't know, this was the mid-80s, this, this, or maybe, maybe early 90s, I don't remember exactly, but I remember, you know, I'd had some of my dad's, you know, experimental pale ales, and that was kind of a style that he loved, and, 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 you know, the Hales Pale Ale was just so crisp, I mean, I think it's, sure. it was Chinook hops, some sea hops, it just had this kind of aggressive bitterness that really worked still, and, and I remember being like, that's, that's pretty cool, yeah. um, so, you know, flash forward another um, 20 years or so, and I was, um, I'd, I'd ended up in New York City um, working in advertising, homebrewing here, and, and really kind of trying to get involved in, in the homebrew community in New York City. Um, and that's how I met my two partners, actually, Tony and Pete. Um, and all of us kind of independently had had a similar realization, um, you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s, not a lot of. Um, local beer being made in New York City. Um, Brooklyn Brewery, of course, um, Six Point, mm-hmm. I think, had been established sure. by then, but yep. um, not much else going on, and it felt like that was, you know, a crime against the beer. <laughs> you know, we needed to do something about it, and um, uh, so I, I kind of was like um, ready to ready to quit my job. I'd, I'd done the American Brewers Guild uh, program up in Vermont with, with Steve Parks, mm-hmm. um, great guy. Um, nothing but good things to say about that. That was really enlightening for me just from a, you know, wrapping my head around more of the science and engineering, um, as well as just, um, starting to put together a business plan, um, myself and trying to think about like, how is this going to work in a city where real estate is insanely expensive? Mm -hmm. Um, and luckily, you know, the, the, the timing worked out, you know, Tony and Pete kind of been batting around this idea, um, about doing sort of a collective, you know, it started out initially as maybe being more of a, a kind of a co-op style where it would be maybe different kind of brewery brands all sharing a facility, but that proved to be really complicated, especially for the economic challenges of New York City. And, and they were kind of settled more on this, you know, we want people who, you know, they were looking for a third partner who had some, had some, you know, came at it from a, from a beer brewing perspective first and foremost, mm-hmm. but also had some other skill sets because obviously – you know, we got to run a business and, um, you know, uh, I had the marketing, um, kind of advertising background and that seemed like a good, good way to fit in. You know, Pete has a strong science background. He's kind of our head of operations. Tony worked in retail coffee for a while and, and kind of managed. It's not easy. He has an econ degree, economics degree. So he's in charge of our finance and the retail tap room side. And I kind of manage the, the marketing branding and sales. So, yeah. um, I- here we are three years later and, uh, and we're, we're growing. It's you good. know, if if your beer is anywhere near as good as the Superhero Sidekicks IPA that yeah. I'm sampling right now, uh, <laughs> you have done your community a service by uh, 
uh, allowing this uh, dream to become a uh, reality. It's it's great beer. Thank you, thank you very yeah. much. That's a fun one. It's it's got a nice mix of hops. Um, you know, it's it's hazy. Hazy IPAs are are uh, you know uh, really popular. They <laughs> yeah. are over here, of course, and and I'm sure out there as well. Um, yeah, they 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 really dominate. And and you know, this was a beer that we tinkered with, and and we we haven't we didn't start out with like three flagships. You know, kind of approach this more trying to be you know sort of organic and use use the um, kind of you know uh sort of market and 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 the people drinking our beer as as our as our you know feedback in terms of what was working um from our you know flavor wise what people want to drink you know Mm -hmm. um and um you know feel really happy about where this beer is kind of um netted out um it's 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 tasty we still try to keep things drier you know a lot of our, our of our hoppy beers um and we brew a lot of them um um, even though we would call, I would call them, you know, hazy, or I guess you could call them new England style. Um, we tend to still prefer dryness, um, as a whole. Um, although we do mix it up a little bit. Um, yeah. And I think this beer balances that kind of juicy, but still having a, a little bit of like touch of bitterness and at least kind of a drier finish. So sure. you can have another sip. I mean, that's why I really enjoy this because it, uh, it is mm-hmm. hazy and, and it is juicy and it's hoppy. But it's dry, you know. You don't get that yeah. uh, sweet uh, mm-hmm. over. I, I, do they still put malt in beers too? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> of course they do. But it doesn't have that. I and, and maybe it's just because I'm a hop guy. But sometimes uh, yeah. a beer can get too sweet for me, and mm-hmm. uh, that's why I am going to uh, actually. Um, I'm going to enforce my seniority right now, and I'm going to grab that unopened can of superhero sidekicks, and I'm going to drink it during the World Series game tonight. So fantastic! Usually, we have to uh, duke it out with a, a round robin arm wrestling match. So this one's already been decided. It looks like we don't have to go that route. <laughs> done, done. Let's hope it. Let's hope it brings the Nats some luck. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. Fingers crossed. We hope so. That'll be our mantra tonight. Make it to Game Seven. Yeah, yes. Uh, but well, it's uh, kind of. I mean, it, I mean, you you probably talk about this before. I don't know. I I have, I have to admit, I'm sorry. I haven't had a chance to listen to a lot of, of your guys' podcasts. Um, um, got to got to check out a little bit of the of the of the industrial arts one. I'm you know good friends mm-hmm. with, with with the Jeff O'Neill and sure. Um, he's he's a hero of mine. Honestly, the guy's making amazing beer and, and, and another Yankee fan awesome too. Things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know. I, just the sort of similarities, you know, the overlap obviously between the baseball season and the hop growing season, that, that makes a lot of sense, but also just kind of the general, um, you know, it's, you know, baseball's not the flashy sport um, versus, you know, say football or basketball. And the fact that it's more about statistics and patience. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of overlaps or similarities between farming and hop farming as well. I don't know if you guys feel that as well. If that's, if there are more, uh, you know, hop we, farmers who are, are drawn to baseball or or not. <laughs> you there, know, I don't know. <laughs> there is a there is a few that uh, yeah. uh, good friends of mine that uh, we we do the trek down to Phoenix every year. My wife and I to to watch mm-hmm. uh, some spring training, uh, cool. and and I've drug a couple of our uh, hop grower friends of mine down with me, and and they enjoy it as well. Um, but uh, you know, we haven't talked a whole lot about hops yet in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, and again, going back to your comment, Zach, that's one sure. of the things I love about these podcasts is we can kind of track the hop season and the baseball season as we go through. And this yep. is uh, it's playoff time for the baseball players. It's the end of harvest for us here. Um, mm-hmm. We had, uh, I think, another successful harvest here in the Pacific Northwest. Um we talked about it a little bit at our employee forum this morning in Yakima. Uh, our number one goal is to make it through harvest without any injuries, and, and uh, so we always consider that a success uh, with all the equipment and people that it takes to bring in a crop. Uh, but also, we'll actually, if you want to check our website, we'll have our final crop report up probably in the next week or so. But uh, it was another great quality year. Um, it uh, we were able to hit all of our harvest dates on all our varieties for uh, the most part, and uh, we've got another excellent crop in the barn, uh, hopefully to assist uh, you and your fellow craft brewers in in making some great beer for the uh, twenty twenty calendar year. We're excited, I can tell you. I had, I had a great time out at out at selection this year. Um, um, with with Andy and Bridget, you guys have a great team, and 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 we were we were really happy with the with the quality, and uh, you know we're definitely going to be um, getting even more next year. Cool. You know? Yep, that's great to hear. Uh, Andy's another great baseball guy, big old mm-hmm. strapping first and third baseman, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, love chatting with him when he's out here about uh, what's going on on the East Coast, uh, not only with our customers but. Uh, He's kind of a Phillies fan, though. Uh, I think he's, that's yeah. So uh, we won't hold that against him. Which the <laughs> Phillies do have? They've got a new manager, right? Joe Girardi is uh, yeah, actually right. Yankee is uh, taking uh, taking the reins there in Philadelphia. So, uh, which reminds me, I just I can't help but wonder what Bryce Harper's thinking right now. You know, he's yes, he's got he's got the money, he's got the bank account, but. Uh, He's losing out on a chance to get a World Series ring. Enjoying it on the couch this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one thing that Levi does with us, Zach, he's our corporate social responsibility coordinator, and you know we take that very seriously, uh, mainly because the feedback we get from you folks is is how that younger generation really is interested in the story behind the raw materials that go into the beer. And uh, they want to know that we're treating the planet well, we're treating our people Mm -hmm. well, and and, uh, giving back to our community. And uh, so... uh, We we live in such a great area. You said you would come out for selection. Was that your first time coming out, or had you been before? Uh, I came came out last year as well. I actually sort of tagged tagged along uh, with, with... with Jeff uh, from Industrial Arts, he was kind enough to sort of like, you know, let me let me follow uh, along on on, on on some of his selections. So I got to kind of get the lay of the land last year, and then this year was uh, was was really fun to to get back there and kind of start to um, get a better get a better handle on it myself. Um, but really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the Yakima Valley not only does it produce a lot of hops, but it's uh, agriculture in general, and we rely so heavily on natural resources, um, and it's been ingrained since the inception of the uh, the organization uh, to put environmental stewardship at the forefront. So, 
it makes my job a lot easier working with people that are on the same page as myself, but mm -hmm. we're always charging forward and uh, while simultaneously trying to incorporate uh, the community in which we're living in too, you know, so we've got a lot to say for a strong supportive group of people we work with and um, supply our hops to, and for that we're very grateful. Um, but yeah, no, uh, when it's all said and done, we, we have a, yeah, that's, that's a, I'm stumbling here, but that's a great thing that we do, and mm -hmm. we're going to look forward to continuing that process. I mean, you know, we we think it's pretty awesome. That's It's really great you guys have that focus. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, places to go and people to see, uh, but uh, Zach, thank you so much for joining us on the uh, podcast. Levi, thanks to you for uh, for being part of that, and if if we have one wish for you, Zach, uh, whether you're watching baseball or brewing beer, we wish you nothing but great hops. I really appreciate. It. Thank you guys so much for having me. We're 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 about to release um, our uh, a special um, uh, IPA with the with your guys' veterans blend. Um, oh, wonderful! So again, we're 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 really excited about that. My partner Pete actually was was in the, the U.S. Marines um, Marine Corps, so you know. It, it's just awesome having this partnership with you guys, and I really appreciate you well, guys having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank Pete. Thanks uh, to Pete for his service, and thank you for using the Veterans Blend to, to bring some uh, notoriety to that uh, wonderful cause. So, Awesome. With, with that, Zach, thanks a lot. Uh, hope to see you next year out here for selection, and uh, hope to see the uh, Yankees and the Mariners in the American League uh, Championship Series next year. Absolutely. Let's, right. let's, let's hope for it. Take Next care. year, 2020. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye, Zach.